Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Sister, friend, welcome to the new Seek First CEO podcast. We have officially rebranded, and I am so thankful that you are here. So I wanted to do a quick episode to kind of share with you my heart behind this rebrand, the new name, and where I feel God is taking us in this new year. So this has actually been a long time coming. One day early in 2021, the Lord whispered in my heart, seek first sisterhood. And I had no idea what that meant, and it excited me so much because I thought, man, I love that, to be a sisterhood of women who are committed to seeking God first and keeping God first, like that excites me. And I remember a couple years ago, I went around my house and took sticky notes and wrote, seek God first. I stuck I stuck them in all like, you know, the most important places that I would see, high traffic places in my, in my visor, in my car. I stuck them in my bathroom, in my refrigerator just a lot of different places because I wanted to remind myself to seek God first and to really seek him because it's so easy to seek the expert, seek Google, seek our spouse, seek our best friend for somebody's opinion or uh, validation or I don't know, whatever. And so I have really tried to make it a practice to seek God first. When I'm sad, to go to him first. When I'm mad, to go to him first. When I'm curious, go to him first because I do believe he has all of our answers. And the Lord is continuing to teach me the depths of Matthew 6.33. And so I'm so excited you're here and you're on the journey with me. But the verses, seek but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you or given to you or you will have everything you need depending on which translation you're reading. And so the kingdom of God fascinates me. Seeking first his kingdom. Jesus taught the disciples how to pray and said, on earth as it is in heaven. God's kingdom. I just I think there's like unlimited depths of uncovering what that is and his righteousness. You know, that's that holy reverent fear of who God is so that we fear him over man. You know, we're not supposed to fear man. We're not supposed to fear the enemy. God talks a lot about fear all throughout scripture. And I think the only healthy fear is fear of the Lord because fear of the Lord is where we begin to have wisdom. And so as I'm still continuing to dig deep into Matthew 6.33, I do know that the Lord wants us to be seek first daughters and for us to hold each other accountable. And so earlier this year, I had created a 
uh, chronological Bible in a year reading plan. If you haven't already downloaded that, it's not too late to go grab that. You don't even have to catch up. Just start where we are. If you feel led to catch up, catch up. It's about three to four chapters of the Bible every day. It's been really doable for me. At the same time, totally transparent, which is kind of funny. It's how I feel like the enemy works sometimes, but um. I have, I've struggled more this year than I ever have to get my quiet time in. And it's, again, it's ironic because I'm the one that created the, the reading plan. So I'm telling everybody else to read it. And there have been days where I have missed and I catch up the next day or the next day. And so we don't have to be you know, legalistic about this. And it's not about quantity and it's not even about just reading a bunch of information. It's about preparing our hearts and asking the Lord for revelation so that we have transformation. It's the whole purpose of the Bible is to transform our hearts and our minds so that we understand who God is, who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is, like what did Jesus actually do for us by dying on the cross for our sins, being, you know, rose again? Like, what does that mean? That's kingdom, understanding what that means. And so I am here for it. So Seek First CEO, I've had to be totally transparent over the last uh, five-ish years. I have asked the Lord many times, should I go to seminary? Am I supposed to go back to school? Am I supposed to get some sort of a degree around, you know, theology or biblical, like being able to teach the word of God, you know, better? Because I know I have a spiritual gift of teaching and discipling and shepherding and pastoring. And I am very passionate about it. Um, At the same time, I've never really felt like God told me to go back to school. And so I've always kind of stuck in this zone of, well, Heather, you're an entrepreneur and you really connect with entrepreneurial people. And so your audience just tends to be women who are entrepreneurial. But what I've noticed over the last few years is that's not necessarily the case. What I find is, you know, and in marketing, y'all, we are taught to you know, niche down. And, you know, if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. And of course, us as believers are like, but everybody needs Jesus. And so I have really wrestled with that. Not only have I wrestled with who is my audience, who am I speaking to, what am I speaking, and what do I call myself? So a lot of you know my story. I am a teacher turned serial entrepreneur. Well, I did corporate for a for a while and then I became a mom, became an entrepreneur, built a bunch of businesses, had it all, lost it all, and then found Jesus is all. And so my heart really is to help women not work for their worthiness, but work from a place of worthiness. And to know that your worth has nothing to do with like what you do, it's whose you are. And that whether you're a mom and you're a CEO of your home and that's the season of life you're in, it makes you not any less significant than the woman building a seven-figure business or speaking on stages or traveling the world or whatever. And so CEO is also another thing I think the Lord is continuing to give me revelation on. But I had this heart desire last year to really go from entrepreneur to CEO, like not, you know, playing this thing small, but really owning this business. And a part of that was actually inspired by my weekly business meetings with Heaven. 
And if you have been part of my business reboot camp last year, which we're doing another one of those this year, I'm super excited. Um, I have these weekly business meetings with heaven where I come to the business table. I invite God, I invite Jesus, I invite the Holy Spirit, and we talk about business. I thank him, I ask questions, you know, we we just we just talk business because I believe that God owns my business. I am simply stewarding it. And so I'm the CEO. I'm responsible to the owners, the stakeholders of it, right? And so I think that's the same with our life though. As a mom, right? You're like you are the CEO of your home. As a wife, you are the CEO. You are you are probably and not to be super gender specific, my husband washes dishes. He actually is cooking tonight. Um all the things. And so we're not super traditional when it comes to that. And my husband actually stayed home for three years. I retired him from the corporate world because one of my businesses allowed us to do that and uh, by the grace of God. And so anyways, like CEO, I think has a much bigger meaning than what I had originally thought. And the Lord's even recently giving me deeper understanding. And so CEO is, is, and I looked up, there are so many acronyms for CEO, by the way like what it actually stands for. And so, hey, if you have a good idea, I would love for you to send me an email or comment in my Facebook group or shoot me an Instagram uh, DM and let me know what is a good thing that we could have CEO stand for. But ultimately, it's high achieving, ambitious, servant-hearted women who sometimes have a tendency, this is me, like this is, this is me, right? I am ambitious. I am not afraid of hard work. And I really have a heart for serving other people. It's like polar opposites, but they go hand in hand really well. At the same time, women like us who have big dreams aren't willing to, aren't afraid to work for it and really know that we are called to serve others because, you know, well, Jesus, that's what he did. He served. He washed the disciples' feet and he had a servant heart. At the same time, he was a leader and he was strong and he was just not, you know, he was perfect too. By the way, you know, I'm a recovering perfectionist. We're not meant to be perfect uh, because Jesus was and uh, we can try to be more like Jesus. That's the goal, right? But giving up that perfectionism because it's a lie from the enemy. But, you know, as as high achieving, ambitious, servant hearted women, we wrestle with a lot of the same things. And Again, I have been the one speaking on stages, traveling the world, you know, had this crazy big business that was super worldly definition of successful. And in this season of my life, my life looks so much different than it did, you know, four years ago. I'm working two days a week, about eight-ish hours in those two days, um, which is killing me, by the way, just being super transparent. Um, But God has me really focusing on my home. And so I'm the CEO of my home and I have a responsibility. And I still thought, oh my goodness, Heather, why wouldn't you have a business meeting with heaven about your home? So this is something my husband and I, bonus tip, just recently have been decided to do. We just went to a marriage conference this weekend, the EXO conference. And um, I was like, hey, babe, it would be so good as if a couple, we got together and used my format for what I do for my business, but have that kind of a business meeting with heaven about our home. And he was like, that's such a great idea. And so CEO doesn't just mean you own a business and that you are 
you know, an entrepreneur, although that's a lot of the women that I tend to connect with, right? But I want you to know there's a place for you here and the place for you, if you are hungry for Jesus and you want to get to the root of what lies you are believing about who God is and about who you are because of what Jesus did for you, then you're in the right place. And we are going to be a community of women who are committed to seeking God first and keeping God first. The world is noisy. The enemy is a liar and he is loud and he is trying to distract us. But we're going to stay together God's girls, we're going to lock arms and we're going to do this thing. We're going to keep God first. And when we do, we know we get everything that we could ever need or want. So I am thankful for you. I appreciate all of you who have been listening since the Garden of Favor days. Um, Those episodes are going absolutely nowhere. You can just simply find them under Seek First CEO. And I know the Lord is still giving me revelation and understanding of the garden and the significance. And so that's always going to be a part of who I am. But I felt like Seek First CEO uh, was where he was leading in this new season. And so, hey, listen, guys, like, Seasons. There's a season for everything. And I think someone needs to hear this. You know, just because something worked before and it was really great doesn't mean that it didn't serve a purpose or that, you know, it doesn't have a place. It's just that, you know, maybe God's doing a new thing. And we do know God loves to do a new thing. Isaiah 43, 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So I'm going to leave you with that. For those of you who have been kind of like, oh man, I'm comfortable. This has been my normal or this is what I thought it was supposed to be. This is what I thought was going to get me to that, you know, be able to retire from my corporate job or build that six or seven figure business or this was my calling like God often will pivot us and the he pivots us uh, for a purpose right so that we can reach other people but in order to pivot us he wants us to be on a firm foundation so y'all garden a favor like principles are going nowhere because the soil of our heart is important and the seeds that we plant in our heart and our mind are important and God wants each of us to flourish. He is not setting us up for failure. He is setting us up for success. And success in him is the best kind of success that we could ever experience. So like always, let's end this episode with a little prayer. And I hope you're here for it. I would love to hear from you. Um, I would love to hear, you know, oh, by the way, we're also having a lot more guests in 2022. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I can't wait to share our first one. We've already recorded it and you guys are going to be so, I just think she's going to like knock your socks off. So Thank you so much for being here, for supporting me, for sharing the podcast, for relieving a review, for constantly just pouring into me and sending me DMs and saying thank you. Like this has been such a pleasure for me and I can't wait to see where God takes it in 2022. So Father, thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. God, thank you for walking me through the fire so that I can sit on the other side of this microphone and say without a shadow of a doubt, Jesus, you are all I need. Jesus, you are all I want. At the end of the day, I have other desires and other wants and that's not bad, but you 
you fill every empty space and you satisfy me. And so God, thank you for giving me this platform. Thank you for giving every one of us a voice. And so I, Lord, I just pray over the woman listening to this who feels like her voice has not been heard. God, that you want to use it in such a beautiful way in her home, to her children, in her community, in her church, in her business, in her job, whatever it is, Lord, I just pray that you give her the boldness to be able to share whatever it is that you put on her heart. So God, I just want to dedicate this podcast to you. God, this is for your glory, not mine. And Father, I just pray that the words that are coming out of my mouth are always glorifying and honoring to you and pointing women back to you so that they can seek you first and keep you first above all else. So God, we give you all the glory. Jesus, we thank you for what you have done for us. And Holy Spirit, we thank you for doing life with us. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.